little bit excited. They did? Marcus is like, I'm listening now. Listening to the podcast or listening to your he should to be, your files he should be listening to the podcast. <laughs> listening to one Kane Velasquez. Yeah, how'd that go, by the way? Dude, it was tight. Yeah, I mean, because you're you got the shirt on, you're you're looking fly. I mean, I met Daniel Cormier, and he remembered our chance encounter when I was valeting his vehicle. Your chance encounter. So that was tight. Kane Velasquez is he's very he's very to the point. Short, sweet, to the point. He also said he doesn't care if there's a belt at AKA. And on the flip side, <laughs> Daniel Corman's like, we need to have all the belts here. I was like, yeah, too bad Kane doesn't feel the same way as you. <laughs> uh, all right, well, uh, welcome into the bullpen, I guess. Uh, no music, unfortunately. Our, I did my best to jimmy rig everything, follow Dan's uh, normal... A way of doing things but uh unfortunately uh he usually has the music and he's got his laptop hooked up and all that jazz but uh, shout out to kellen's dad yeah <laughs> and Jaden's dad um, you'll notice that the the bullpen is uh is a bit short-handed today and that's uh i i liken it to a double header and then we're the two guys that are fresh the day <laughs> after but it's still the setup man and the closer so you're still good like as long as your starter can go seven we can still come in and, and, and finish that off. That's fair. That's the way I'm looking at it. Uh, full disclosure, though, that it was we were supposed to do this two days ago, and unfortunately we, Dan had to fly back to New York for a uh, show that we'll, we'll pimp later on. Um, Evan, uh, king of, of paid vacation. Literally. He, uh, he's, uh, he's out today, so I told JP, I was like, we got to do this, even if it's just the two of us. And uh, and so we'll we'll give the people what they want though. Two two man band. Two man band. Uh, Dornbush, I heard that you are a frequent <laughs> watcher slash listener of the bullpen podcast. I do need to know what one must do to get that Evan Doherty supreme PTL contract. Because I mean, the guy's taking five vacations in four months, so he's clearly living the life, and we would love to live that life as well on white sandy beaches in foreign lands where people really don't speak the language. <laughs> so thank you for that in advance, young man. <laughs> um, I guess I'll do the administrative work since Dano is not here to do that. Uh, Dano, shout out on the East Coast. Hopefully you're watching. Um, hopefully you're smiling because the last time I saw you. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. Uh, you if you're watching this, you probably already liked us on Facebook. So... As, as JP always says, tell a friend to tell a friend. Facts only. To tell a friend. Um, we are, it is June 30th, and at 9 o'clock our time, but midnight Eastern time, the NBA free agency kicks off, and uh, there is a vertical show, 8.30 Eastern, or 11.30 Eastern, 8.30 Pacific, this is the reason Dan is out in New York right now to Wait, help facilitate. His show starts at eleven thirty. Starts at eleven thirty Eastern. <laughs> oh, with the one and only Alan Springer. Uh, no, no, Spr Springer is in. He's in Omaha. Oh, that's for, right for the for the swim meet. So, so it's, it's Southie and Dan. It's, it's it's Tim Hines and Dan Harris. They're they're doing the Woj show. Woj will be on. Uh, he'll be hopefully dropping Woj bombs uh, of the free agent variety. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll it's an hour and a half, uh, ninety minutes. So uh, tune in if you can. If you love the free agency and you love the um, all the the shenanigans that go along with it, 
Woj, uh, we we know will will have some news, as he always does, and uh, and I'm sure they'll break down where uh, they think certain guys are going. But uh, we'll try to do a little bit of that right now. And JP, I know you're more of the the NBA guy than than I am, so I'm gonna, I'm going to kick the questions to you. First off, reports this morning that Joakim Noah might sign with the Knicks. Some of the reports had it in the in the range of eighteen million a year. That's uh that's ironic because if one Joe Kim Noah signs with the Knicks, I am I am sure I will bet the bank that they will secure the ninth seed in the Eastern Conference. The ninth <laughs> So just just into the lottery once again. Facts. Um does that have anything to do with the fact that their point guard won't stay healthy for an entire season? And Carmelo doesn't do anything but complain and play no defense. They have no bench. They've got a new coach who wants everyone to play defense. He's got a roster full of people who don't play very good on ball or help defense, meaning the New York Knickerbockers will be everything they've been for, what, the past 10 years? Just very, very mediocre. And and I know a lot of people have been talking about that, and they, they – the Knicks not being good, like it's like Detroit maybe not being good at hockey, or like in, in terms of the, the the town gathering around that sport. Oh, yeah, it's a huge market. Yeah, that's why when people were you know sniffing the Aisha Curry perfume, talking about the NBA was rigged. I was like, well, then how come the Knicks haven't won like five championships? So even if those four did stay healthy, do you think you you still don't think that they would make the playoffs out of the East? All right, fine. We'll give them the A seed. So, be... them... so they'll lose to the Cavs in the, in the first, first round. round. Yeah. <laughs> and, and speaking of the Cavs, Dwayne Wade opts out of his his contract. LeBron opted out of his contract. Dirk opted out of his. We'll we'll get to Dirk in a second. But everybody's freaking out in Miami. Like I know Miami Twitter was ablaze last night when he I saw when he hopped out. I saw. Does do you think he even remotely goes anywhere near the land? But remember, he, didn't he do the same thing two years ago when he attempted to strong-arm Pat Riley and they both met in the middle at the contract he currently has, so now he's doing it again? I mean, Dwayne Wade is the king of Miami, and him leaving now He's also the king of Snapchat, apparently. Oh, man, shout-out to Gabrielle Union for letting him do that. <laughs> <laughs> Pre and post. But uh, I don't see him... Actually leaving. I can see him posturing and trying to puff out his chest and make sure that Pat Riley is going to cash him out. But besides Cleveland, where else is he going to go? And if he did decide to go hang out with his best friend LeBron, he's taking a pay cut. He's taking a pay cut. And right. that, that lobs right. a segue into LeBron. Uh, Windhorse, his homeboy, wrote a great article that said that LeBron is opting out this year, which is fine, to sign another one-year deal. And if they make it to the finals next season, Braun is going to request a $200 million contract, the first in NBA history. And it being LeBron James, if he continues to sell his game, which he has been ascending forever, you, you got to give it to him. You got to find 200 <laughs> mil to pay Braun. In that city. It, to, play, to play basketball. So if Braun gets that contract, even if Braun got a fraction of that contract, like, Dwayne Wade, how much money do you plan on making? Man, yeah, no, I, I think I think it's more of a shot thing. Like, because if he goes to Cleveland, you already have Kyrie, right. and he's established himself as the number two guy there. Yep. Um, and he proved it in the finals. 
you you still have Kevin Love, maybe. Like he's gonna get a few shots. J.R. Smith, Smith is gonna get his shots. Like Facts. you know, it, I just don't think there's enough shots to go around. I think it's a lot like my theory against Durant going to a team like the Warriors, which will segue into Kevin Durant. I know he verbally came out and and said he wasn't going to go to his hometown, Washington Wizards, which Andy Barron's we our good friend. We, we don't want him. Wa- okay. Wanted, wanted me to check in on you on that one to, to see how you were doing on that, and I told him you didn't, you didn't seem to care. No, nah, there, peop- there are some people watching who think that I look like Kevin Durant. That's cool. I wish I had <laughs> Kevin Durant's jumper, but after Kevin Durant's performance or lack thereof in the Western Conference Finals, I mean, I could care less if you wanted to come play in D.C. You barely wanted to win the Western Conference Finals when you were up 13 two times in the fourth quarters in closeout games. So, like, what possibly could you bring to the Wizards to then have to beat the juggernaut that is LeBron James and whoever he has on the floor with him? Like, you'll be in the exact same spot one series away from from maybe greatness because you've been to the pinnacle. And you still didn't get over the hump because you went into the indomitable snowman <laughs> and Brian just <laughs> threw ice all over your dream. So <laughs> I think he's stuck. Him going to Golden State, that's a cop-out. And he also won't get a max contract because next year, Steph Curry is going to ask for $150 million, which he will command in the current basketball market, even if he was a no-call, no-show in the NBA Finals playoffs pretty much too but in the regular season you know he hit 17 million three-pointers and he is the focal point of his team and the little poster child well was the poster child but not anymore but poster child of the nba again is there enough money to go around because durant's gonna want all the money like he's not gonna play second fiddle on the roster and pay like he's gonna want to be paid like the highest paid guy. So where is he gonna go? Because I know he's got all these. Like, does he go to a place like Boston, who has sixty million dollars in cap space for this upcoming season? And and do they front load the crap out of that? I don't know. I I personally, you know, don't know how NBA contracts work. I know they they've got these weird rules with like you know you can max guys out. Right. You can you can have your veteran minimum, or you can have your 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 veteran opt out There there's so many different different things that kind of go into them. So I don't know. It's not like in other sports where you can, like, front load and put a crap load of money in the first season. It feels like they can't do that. I wish we had somebody in his camp that, you know, or somebody in his camp that knows Woj so they could just tell him. <laughs> I'm confused as to what he's trying to do. Is he doing the whole court thing and to get free dinner and alcohol for the homies? Uh, is he just trying to cash out? Good, good, yeah. Or is he trying to win? Because if he's attempting to win, he would sign that one-year deal with Oklahoma City, run it back one more time with Russ and pray for the best, maybe find a little extra heart in the fourth quarter of basketball games. And then at the end of that next season, when him and Russ are both unrestricted free agents, you know, go about your business. But him leaving now, I mean, are you chasing a paycheck or are you chasing a ring? Well, that's that's what you have to look for in all of these free agents is, is what do they want? Like a lot of guys who already have the ring, they're going to chase that, that big payday if they can get it. Dwight but, Howard, right? But a guy like with no ring, but right, yeah, <laughs> he's still chasing that money, and he's going to get max out of what well, thirty-one per year. We'll get to him in a second. Um, but with with Durant, he he says he wants that ring, and if that's the case, then I can see him 
going to the Warriors, but like you said, that is kind of a cop out, and it's not guaranteed. Yeah, personally, that I would you stay. go to certain. Like, if he really wants the ring, like he should go to San Antonio. Okay. Like that. That that's a team that like is always structured to win. They're always there, um, and I can. I, I know that you're going to have a little bit of a roster issue with with uh, Kawhi Leonard there, but you know maybe Durant can maybe Kawhi can play the two in that in that system if if you really want to. And everybody thinks that it's just simple on paper if he goes to the Warriors, but right. how does he fit that offense? Like just everybody literally just stand on the perimeter. Yeah, I mean the Cavs just showed somebody's got to go inside. The Cavs just showed you how to beat them. Yeah, like they literally showed you how to beat them. So you adding a jump shooter does that really? propel you back to like an elite status in the Western Conference because I feel like there's a recipe book out there to take you down yeah and I'm pretty sure that JP wrote the first five chapters of said recipe book and then Tyron Lue decided that he wanted to make some amendments and add the rest but I mean <laughs> I, I told him on a podcast if you want to go back we got our own receipts here at the bullpen I told him and they finally listened so him going to the Warriors, as you said, doesn't guarantee a chip. It looks nice. It looks like they'll score 125 points a game. But in the event that they don't, and this is a failed test, then everybody's going to be angry. So good luck, Durant. <laughs> um, well, again, you know, with free agency starting tonight, we'll find out uh, where a lot of these guys go around midnight. Some probably will take their visits and do their – you know, they're posturing like they always kind of do. You mentioned Dwight Howard. Um, who really does want this guy? Like, why would somebody want this guy? He feels Mark like Cuban. He, he seems like he's a cancer to to a lot of the teams just in, in the way he is. He, 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 he strikes me as just literally a big baby, <laughs> um, which is sad because that nickname was already taken. Uh, so who who gives Dwight? The money is it is it dallas and and with dirk opting out like does that i feel like that's that might be his best hope but there's there's i mean he, he commands the max deal because there's not a premium on centers in the nba especially classic centers so granted that he's a head case and he might not be the toughest guy if you give him what he wants which are touches in the box he literally should be unstoppable. I mean, who, the only person that could probably guard him, I mean, minus, like, yeah, LeBron, uh, Andre Drummond could check him, DeAndre Jordan could check him. Anthony Davis. You and Brock could guard him. Just in terms of length, maybe not right. phys physically. But, but who else? Because, yeah. like, Dwight Howard really is tuned in, he's cued in, he's taking two dribbles and making a move in the box, or he's in the paint. Maybe Cat in a year once he gets a little bit more seasoning. Yeah, I mean, again, Dwight Howard's lack of heart helps everybody mm -hmm. else check him. But if he ever got upset and took two <laughs> dribbles and spun or took two dribbles and lifted off, there's absolutely nothing you can do about that. And then in the, in the off chance that he learned how to shoot free throws, I mean, he would go back to averaging like 31 points and 10 rebounds a game in three blocks, which sounds like Hall of Fame numbers. Right. So you're banking on him doing that. Will he or won't he? is the dice roll <laughs> i'm always leaning on the side that he won't but i'm sure someone's going to give him 31 per for five seasons and pray for the best right uh drummond most likely is gonna get maxed out and, oh yeah and, and he earned it yeah and if you know 
he he is a restricted free agent. He's 22. Like, um, the one guy who I am just dumbfounded. And again, I don't watch a lot of NBA, <laughs> but Hassan Whiteside getting a hundred million dollars from anybody would be it. That's got to be the biggest laugher. He, or, he blocks or maybe, a lot or of maybe shots. Della Vadova getting any money whatsoever. <laughs> um, you mean NBA champion Matthew uh, Della Vadova? The fact that that guy has a <laughs> ring and Kevin Durant doesn't. I mean, Della Vadova got a ring and Iverson doesn't. So oh, we could yeah. go all day back and forth with people who don't have chips. <laughs> yeah. But Hassan Whiteside, he tweeted out today or something. He said something today. It was great. He's like, he's like hopefully by... 12 o'clock, I'll know where I'm going. And I'm like, do you not have any control in this whatsoever? He's like, man. This is, this is your future. How do you not, like, you should know where you're going. He's or like, at least uh, hello. you think you want to go. Hello, is this Brandon? Yeah, I got to let you know my agent is handling all this money stuff. I'm about to get cashed out, so I'll talk to you when uh, I hear the Woj bomb. Is he partying with Manziel? Is that what he's doing right now? They might be sniffing coke together. Because <laughs> he's going to get sober tomorrow. Supposedly that guy. July the first. Yeah, we'll with, see with that. the NFL's help. NFL, whoever runs your Twitter page, like you guys are drunk, so you're gonna tweet out, and then probably delete, and then have media reports say that the NFL says they want to help Johnny Manziel. Well, where the hell was y'all at when Josh Gordon was just regular high, not crashing cars, <laughs> not busting chicks' eardrums, not trashing clubs and Airbnbs, just literally loaded in his living room. But y'all not sending out the troops to quote unquote save him, but Johnny Manziel, the face of absolutely nothing but college drunkenness, and you guys want to spend dollars on that? Man, y'all are fickle. That guy, literally, you remember that website? I, I'm sure it's still around, but like it was big when we were when we were in college, collegehumor.com. Yep. Like Johnny Manziel is the human epitome, literally, of collegehumor.com. He should wear the t-shirt. He's the poster boy. <laughs> I the fact that that hasn't been a a connection like they haven't he hasn't started sponsoring them or or use them as their personal website uh is absolutely baffling to me um all right well we'll see uh what happens with all of that uh over the next couple of days and hopefully by the next time we pod um Della Vadova will have gotten eight million dollars a year from somebody NBA champion Matthew Della Vadova <laughs> again watch the vertical show tonight on Yahoo Sports Steph Curry stopper Matt okay I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> you you like to get after me about Delavadova like like I like to do with Dan when it comes to like road goals in in soccer. Yeah, Delavadova had the two greatest non-offensive NBA final games ever last year. Yeah, <laughs> ever. Not about points, but everything else, all the intangibles. He, he, he could have been be, Matthew Delava Rodman. He he's like the he's a he would be great NHL player. Oh yeah. In terms of like, he's he, so scrappy. He is that he is that guy that you hate when he's when he's on the opposing team, but you love having him when he's on your team. He's like a gnat. Yes. Um. But. Uh, um. So let's. There, there's also the NHL free agency that happens at the exact same time. But since JP is not the biggest hockey fan i read up hey did how, you how did you how come nobody told me how racist montreal was <laughs> like yo canada toronto was full of color people and it's popping big, big but montreal yeah. holy hell yeah. what's your problem that that was like there was a span of five minutes yesterday where Woj got into the nhl twitter account 
and dropped a bunch of like there was two huge trades there was a big signing um all before the nhl um free agency deadline hits tonight but yes i was utterly shocked by that move that you would trade someone of that caliber and someone that just it generally is fun to watch he's a vi- like he, every goal he scores it's like watching a small child score their first goal because <laughs> he's so excited about it and that's what i love about pk suban and i love the way he plays um my thing is is that nashville they had seth jones and they traded him early right. in the year they were just trying to get that that quote quotient back on the team so they went and got Subban, and um, I think it's going to be great for for them as a franchise. It's an upcoming market. It's an upcoming team. They're going to love him in Nashville. Facts. I mean, he's going to actually be appreciated because they're Montreal fans, man. Y'all are some lowlifes. Yeah. I, Not I, all of you, but the majority never, of y'all. I never man. understood that. I never understood why that didn't click there. Uh, but... So I think it also works for Montreal, Wait. too, because Shea Weber is a fantastic defenseman. I mean, he's cool, but does this mean that Collins is uh, going to finally get to the Stanley Cup Finals? I hope so. I tweeted her right after the right after that went down. I said, Collins, we need all of the P.K. Subban stories, all the good off-the-ice P.K. Subban stories. That's what we need. I need a P.K. Subban jersey, uh, young male, so if you could please hook your boy up. I know you still remember the address. Melanie Collins? You heard it, even though you're probably not watching or even knew we have a podcast. Since... Look, you should be watching. You should be tweeting out to your 10,000 fans. I mean, help us help you. Exactly. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens in, in free agency. All the, a big, the big news happened, obviously, beforehand. Um, and uh, I wish P.K. Subban all the best in Honky Tonk. I can't wait to see him in cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. Just walking around nash vegas that's going to be fantastic do they play montreal will they play montreal next season oh yeah yeah no they oh, all they I, all play each other yeah, i need they, him to go for they, at least they 11 least, goals they at least do a home and home oh 11 goals. um with with every team and then obviously you play your division more so it's it's a lot like the nba schedule is it disrespectful to throw your stick into the stands he should do something cool like that on his 11th goal just toss the you stick. know a lot of times they like when they announce the three stars afterwards they'll like give the guys like sticks to throw into the stands and and give them away he should just so, break his so and throw should... off his gloves and flip the bird <laughs> then they're gonna need a whole new like netting around the entire rink done yeah but uh no that'll be that'll definitely be fun to watch and, and the, the nhl store already had suban jerseys so hey smart so we can you know we gotta we gotta find jp one um you know his his younger brother is is a goalie yep it's only Serious. like it's only it's because it's only seven brothers in hockey <laughs> So I should know all seven first and last name. It's not difficult. <laughs> all right. Um, moving on to soccer. I know we talked about this earlier. And uh, the Copa finish. Messi and Argentina lose in the shootout to Chile for the second year in a row. It's the third straight final that they've lost in either extra time or a shootout. And Messi decides to retire afterwards at the age of 29. He was shaving, the, he was shaving the, points. I think he was just trying out to be the new Jets kicker. <laughs> but uh, but your thoughts on him quitting the national team. I know there's a lot more that kind of goes into this. but He said he was 0-4 all time on that roster. 
I just didn't understand how somebody of his stature who is trying to get to the GOAT status in soccer, and everybody misses. Don't get me wrong. Like, NFL players, like Hall of Famers, drop touchdown passes. Mm -hmm. uh, hoop guys dribble the ball off their foot or miss layups in crunch time. But the way he kicked that ball, like the goalie literally didn't even have to move because he kicked that thing so hard, but it shot so far over the net. It wasn't remotely close. Like, he literally just tapped circle, and then that thing was gone. Like, he didn't aim it. He just took one step. Like, usually most guys run guys. up or do something cute or do something funny or, you know, pick their nose or try to distract everyone. So you have to be really bad, and you have to be shaving points. That's something I would have done. Like, all right, JP, you got the kick, the first kick to, to start this off. Like, oh, I'm nervous, dog. Like, I've tried to kick, like, field goals and, you know, soccer balls in the past. Even when I get running starts, I um, the third or fifth row. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I don't want to say he did it on purpose, but I mean, come on, how many PK has he taken in his life? Countless. I, I mean, the guy who has some of the sickest free kicks, where he bends it into like the yeah. top corner and stuff like that. Isn't it his nickname, Nutmeg? Yeah, because he nutmegs <laughs> goalies and everybody else. And you mean to tell me that on a free kick, which you probably made. 98 out of 100 times. The, this is one of the two times that you decide to miss egregiously? Yeah. Not even close. I'm trying to remember. I think it was 98. It was either 98 or 94, the World Cup, where France had a guy, and he had a chance to – it was like in the PKs, and I think it was the final, and he missed it like that over the goal, and that's what cost France the World Cup. I think it, I think they lost it to Brazil. But uh, Thierry Henry was probably pissed. Yeah. <laughs> A very young Thierry Henry at that time. Thierry Henry with the boot, oh. Yeah. So, um, we'll see. I think even with all the, the stuff going on with the Argentina Football Federation, in two years when the World Cup comes back around, you have to think. He'll play. He's going to want to play again. He doesn't want to end like this. 0-4. You know, and I think even if he goes back, if they go and they somehow lose in, like, the quarterfinals or if they don't even make it to the – the knockout stages, I think he still would be – I think he'd be happier with that than he would be with with this because you don't want to have that kind of salt, no matter how good you are for your club and everything outside of that. Uh, so we shall see. Quickly, though, I'm going to get your predictions for Portugal won today. They defeated my, my Polacks. Barely. Uh, in penalty kicks, which I'm going to do a quick little rant on penalty kicks. Do it. I'm not a huge fan – of the way I'm okay with the NHL doing the shootout in the regular season, but I like the way the NHL changes it up in the playoffs and you have to score. I get that some games go on so long. You can't do a golden goal, but penalty kicks, if you're going to do them and you're going to keep it, you have to stop letting the players pause mm -hmm. once they start their run. It's like, I know it's like the Euro step in basketball and it's, technically the euro step because it's the euros or any any penalty kicks whatsoever but the fact that they can like sit there and like you know jerk a they, little bit they don't allow that in hockey do they no no once I mean, you start you, moving once forward you have to start moving forward you can go side to side like yeah, this you can't just but, stop but you for momentum yeah if you stop your momentum you have to shoot they'll blow the whistle on you um and so they so the, but every single guy that took a penalty kick in this one was doing like a little bit of a pause or a little bit of a jerk and it just it drives me nuts like you should 
Like it should not like the penalty kick should be null at that point. Once you start moving, you got to keep moving. I agree. And on the flip the, side the of that, the goal is so large and the ball is so small. <laughs> on the flip side, I know why they do that because they want the goalie to commit to one side because the goalie kind of jumps out a little bit. On the flip side, it should be the same thing. I I understand that that would mean like you'd have to start and stop so many damn times. You might have to do the same penalty kick, you know, person you know, three or four times before you get them both to do it right. Hey. But I'd rather have that than have, like, these little herky-jerky and then, you know, the goalies going to one side. Um, anyway, that's my rant on uh, penalty kicks and penalties. But, uh, yes, unfortunately, Poland loses today to Portugal. They will face the winner of Wales and Belgium tomorrow. Do you know anything about either one of those teams? Uh, Belgium uh, has some good waffles. Mm-hmm. You going with them? I don't know anybody on the Wales roster. Wales is uh, Gareth Bale, Real Madrid man bun. Okay, I know who that is. Yeah, he's the most expensive player in the world. Uh, didn't Belgium have a really good World Cup last time? They did. They beat the U.S. Remember, and that was the game that Wilson name had to save seventy-two balls. Yes, Tim Howard. That yeah, that was that <laughs> game where he literally <laughs> saved seventy-two shots yes. on goal. Yep. Yeah, if Belgium still has those strikers. They have all those guys. Yeah, sorry, Wills. <laughs> Yo, th that was a video game, dude. That was an onslaught. Every yeah. time they got the ball over the half line, it was like, dog, three touches, each to the foot, here comes a strike, boom, boom, <laughs> boom. Like, Tim Howard had to hate life. Like, is there anybody out here or is it just me? They were like PKs from 40 it's, yards it's away. It's like when you play a video game with, like, maybe someone who doesn't play video games that often, right? and they kind of, like, tail away. Like a mirror. <laughs> Like Amir playing FIFA. <laughs> Apparently, he's really good. We should we should test that theory. Um, okay, so yeah, that's definitely Belgium. Right. Okay, so you've got Portugal, Belgium, and the other flip side, the two semi or the two other quarterfinals this weekend: Germany, Italy, which should be a fantastic matchup. You know what, man? I got something to say about these Germans, dude. Okay. They keep talking about these PDs and drug tests. They testing the German national team. Like, they got, what, three fours and two strikers, all 6'6", six, six, all running four four forties, all with 98, 97 agility. The last game, I watched that German cat when he put in that third goal. He's literally, guys, like, I'm not being funny. He's 6'5". He kicked <laughs> the ball from his shoulder. His leg got up to his shoulder, and he kicked the ball into the net and then laughed. He didn't even celebrate. Remember, he turned around and chuckled. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is funny to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't see them losing ever. <laughs> All right, so Germany moving on there. The other one, the home country, the host country, France. Oh, they losing. Against the upstart Icelandic Yo, team. Icelandic cats got the juice. <laughs> There's no way that they're losing until they face Germany. <laughs> So All right, they well, have one more Cinderella then, you victory. Got, you got one more, and, and and that would be kind of fun knocking out the host country. Oh yeah, you know, and and um after that England game that was really fun to watch. Brexit. Ninety eight percent of the entire country, or was it? Oh, it was ninety nine point eight percent of the TVs in Iceland were watching that game. I really want to know what the other point two percent of the televisions the, were watching. Those are the homeless people that don't have TVs. Yeah, but, but no, 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 but no, the TVs that were on. Oh. Like that's what I want to know. Oh, that's probably some old geriatric people who fell asleep on the wrong channel. Mm -hmm. Watching some Icelandic infomercials. Probably was like, man, I forgot to flip over. <laughs> All right. Uh, Do you think that their coach actually goes back to dentistry after this amazing Euro 2016 run? I, you know what? If 
I don't know why England doesn't take him on. They they don't they need a coach now. That's very true. Other than other than taking on Jurgen, why not why not if you if you can't beat him, join him Jurgen Klinsmann. Then he doesn't have to he doesn't have to worry about dentistry. And yeah. you know what? Actually, the way that guy's built, he probably would still work as a dentist even <laughs> if he was coaching England and making like 4 million pounds a year. Oh man. You know it. I'm excited for that game. <laughs> I, I just feel bad that it would be nice if they were in the upper bracket. So it would be right, Germany versus was, Iceland in the yeah, finals. In the final, yeah. Because they would find a way to not let Belgium score on those 60 goal, uh, mm-hmm. shots on goal. but They can score, though, that Iceland team. And oh, yeah. And that's the other thing about that team, too, is a lot of people have been saying, like, people are shocked by this, but most of their players play in the upper echelon leagues right. around around Europe. So it's not that surprising to people who really follow soccer. They have great offensive sets on free kicks. Yeah. Uh, every time they have a free kick, it's very dangerous because somebody will slip from the back and like, oh, header goal, ha. <laughs> I'm also I'm also a big fan that if you you have to have two S's in your last name or last name super syllables and all the yeah. Icelandic players it's fantastic they're they're fun to watch check it out I think that game's Sunday yeah everybody watch Euro 2016 yeah it's been very entertaining all right let's move on to Ask JP I know Andy's been waiting a couple days for this oh Barons uh, he's giving you he's he's coming at you with the with the track and field and the running odds that Donovan Brazier medals wins gold. Odds that anyone other than JP on the pod knows him. Well, since you know, there's only you one know, other you know, people, Dan, you know I don't Dan, know who he is. Dan wouldn't. Uh, Donovan Brazier is a young man, uh, 19 years of age. Yeah. Texas A&M ran a 143.55 in the 800 meters at the uh, NCAA finals for college track, which he's a freshman, but he set a, a national record. Not a world record, but a national collegian record. Nobody's ever run that fast, but he's a kid, which is pretty tight in 800. If anybody knows, 800 is two times around the track. That's a grueling race. And for him to run a time like that, I mean, he put on some burners for a 19-year-old. But Barron's a gold medal? I mean, you think he can beat David Rudisha (laughs) out of Kenya? Do you think a 19-year-old is going to beat a Kenyan? Nah. Nah. I don't even think he can beat Nick Simmons. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like he has a very, very, very good chance to make the Olympic roster. Uh, will he medal in Rio? If he got a bronze, he would be legit, like the best up-and-coming track athlete in a very long time. Because if he medaled, even at bronze, at 19, I mean, by the time he graduates from college, he should be the fastest 800-meter runner in the world. So yeah, his upside is amazing his ceiling is everlasting but winning gold at rio yeah he'd have to cut off a whole almost mm, he'd have to cut off three seconds that's a lot in track well, i don't think he can get a whole three seconds off of his time to set a record so i doubt it barons but that's actually a good question i'm not mad at that one that's better than all your yeah, galen he, rupp nonsense <laughs> he, he uh i was talking to him earlier we were on a shoot and and he was mentioning how many young kids that there are that could possibly be going um, to Rio, and it it was like it was a big story. And I'm kind of sad we're not actually at the track and field trials. I was supposed to go. Yeah, man. I asked Dornbush, and then like they, we just yeah. balked. And that's yeah. that's the big that's the big deal. Like it, it it's fascinating to me that that sport doesn't get as much pub as some of the other ones. And I know why. Like they don't have like the Phelpses of the world or the cute little 
gymnastic gymnasts and everything like that. We but, still got stories. I mean, Justin yeah. Gatlin is still running. Right. He is still trying got, to beat Usain Bolt. You've got Randall Cunningham's daughter, um, who could be a breakout star in Rio. Um, the so, women's four by one team that might dethrone the Jamaicans again. Yeah. So now nah, there's stories there. Yeah. So the world but, record is one forty ninety one. And he just ran one forty three fifty five. He's got a He's, long yeah. ways to go. Yeah, but that's still like that's relative that that's pretty damn good. I hope he gets bronze. I hope he makes a team and gets himself a bronze medal and then goes back to school and just dominates everybody until the next Olympics when he wins gold. All right, Andy, there you go. You probably weren't watching, even though you said you were going to try. Like you're probably in the car, like you always say you you are. When is that? Is that his line? I'm in the car. No, no, no. He goes. He goes every time you guys do your pod, and I get the update on my phone. I'm always in the car. So I I Don't tried you... to ask him when he was going to be in the car. He probably can't like put it up on one of those little things I right? watch. Like he's that... a like he's a fake Uber driver. <laughs> I don't think that's very safe. I I don't think I condone that. I mean, he can listen in. He doesn't have to look. He can listen. He'll still hear his name called. Andy Barron's Iowa Great. And then he and then he uh, then he showers us with uh, fake money and fake money wristbands and Iowa Hawkeye lotion. Iowa track. Wow, get excited. You know they're fast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Should I ask this one from Lawrence? I know you weren't too thrilled by it yesterday, but we'll talk about it. I don't know if anybody else has had it. Hopefully, someone comments. Most overrated dessert item in Orange County. I I don't think I've had dessert in Orange County, so I don't really know what I'm what I'm speaking to here or what we're. I mean, it's dessert period. So most overrated place to eat dessert. Correct. Okay. So after Faces Barbecue. We went. Face is, is Justin's dad, by the way. We went to, uh, what's it called? Tasties? Afters? Afters. Afters. It's Tasty. called Afters? Tasty. I'm thinking Orange is a New Black, which had a terrible ending, by the way. <laughs> but uh, Afters. And they have a thing Next called, week on the Bullpen Pod. Yeah. When, TV once, show reviews. Once Evan catches up, because I know the missus watches Orange is a New Black, so Evan has to probably catch up too, but they're in Tahiti on the beach, so they probably don't have TV. Got to get that PTO, man. Right. Dorm bush. Uh but we had a milky bun, which is a donut with ice cream inside of it, a glazed donut with ice cream inside. Wow. So but they have all types the donuts are regular, just a regular okay. glazed donut. But they have any flavor of ice cream like Baskin Robbins and you can get one topping or extra if you're fat. Uh <laughs> I try not to be too fat, so I just got vanilla ice cream with Captain Crunch on top and the sticky bun. We went at eleven forty five. And Lawrence was trying to watch his cute little waistline, and he was acting like it wasn't as great as it was because it was late. Like, nah, dog. It was popping. Like, it was really I feel good. Like, I feel like dessert is even better when it's late. Lawrence is a diva. <clears throat> You'll meet him one day, but he's, he's an extreme diva. We went to – it was the night that the Warriors lost the finals. I was it – was, it was Father's Day. We went out to dessert afterwards, and we went to this place that's – there's a few of them around here in the Bay called Cream. Oh, yeah. Been. And they had waffles where you get the ice cream in, in between the waffle. And that was that was pleasant. The, like, only, the thing only thing about I, cream I hate is that the cookie never stays on the ice cream there. They haven't mastered like the ice cream sandwich. I don't want to take a bite of the cookie ice cream sandwich. And the ice cream always flies out the back every yeah, time. Yeah. Like, guys, you got to fix you got to fix that cream. Like, what's the point? If that's the case, just give me a bowl with two cookies and the ice cream on the side. And I break it and eat it accordingly, evenly. But you give me an ice cream sandwich, and every time I bite it, I lose all the ice cream. Kind of defeats the purpose of having an ice cream cookie sandwich. 
I used to love getting the the Toll House ones that you could get in a little bag. Yeah, but the, yeah, it was the, the same old, thing. The Seven Eleven were way thing. better. You yeah, the same thing. Um, yeah, no, I, I think we should, I don't know why we don't talk dessert more often, but, uh, I don't like those. Have you seen those ones where you get the popsicle, like a gelato popsicle or whatever it is, and they sprinkle all that extra stuff on top of it? Uh-uh. That's overrated. They have it downtown, like San Pedro Square, they got a spot. They're probably all over San Francisco. It's like a hypebeast dessert. That's overrated. I'm sure Lawrence and all of his young ladies love those. So yeah, you guys can continue to be hypebeasts in the 415 and surrounding areas because that dessert's not popping. But the milky buns, those go to work. I had a great dessert. Me and the um, me and the girlfriend celebrated the one year this past weekend, and we went to Ilford Isle. Thank you. Um, and we had this, like, chocolate lava cake with caramel sea salt ice cream. Oh, wow. It was the best thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> we, looked at, we looked at each other and we're like... Why didn't we each order our own? Like that's how oh, it was. I don't want to share. Like we were, we we scarfed it down. The waiter came back like two minutes after he dropped it off, and he goes, "Oh, so you enjoyed it?" And we're like, "Man, I'd have lied and said, man, it fell on the floor. Somebody came to clean it up. Will you please bring out another on the house? Regards to the chef." It was it was fantastic. If you are in the Bay Area and ever want a great dessert, go to Il Fornaio. Get the the chocolate almond lava cake with the caramel sea salt ice cream it's it's fantastic um shout out to the people that are that are watching us live we got a few viewers mom oh who, hi miss velasky who uh who actually got mad at me when i called her out last week she texted and said I, I i still watch so shout out to mom watching right now don't, don't upset her um and uh dan's watching he says hi guys oh what's up daniel where's your other compadre he's <laughs> oh never mind he's in the maldives <laughs> With his feet in the sand, working on his tan. Even though he left the office three hours ago, he's already in the Maldives. He's got a super... Well, Evan probably got picked up in a helicopter that probably turned into a secret jet who probably is, what, piloted by Wonder Woman, (laughs) and now he's there. (laughs) Hashtag FTE problems. Uh, Jared, thank you for the shout-out. Appreciate it, brother. Um, So, all right, since we got Fourth of July weekend coming up, we're going to wrap this up here. Um, And the hot dog eating contest, which... The aforementioned Melanie Collins will be sideline she reporting hosting? again. She'll be she'll be oh. sideline reporting again um, when they come off the bus. So uh, tune in and watch that because it's always awkward for her to interview people who are about to eat a bunch of hot dogs. But if you could eat one food in a contest, what would it be? Wendy's Frosties. <laughs> oh, could nobody beat me? If you put like ten Frosties in front of me and say whoever finishes the ten fastest wins, I'm winning. 10 out of 10 times. <laughs> Wendy's Frosty eating I contest. I didn't know you were that big of a Wendy's Frosty oh, guy. Oh, man. I choose Wendy's Frosties over women 8 out of 10 times. <laughs> wow. Fact. 8 out of 10. So if any of you guys are watching, so you know who you are. It means I'm I, choosing the, I'm I taking think, the Frosty I think I know here. what the 20% is. It's the Williams sisters. Oh, man. In real. Dog, if I run into Serena. Uh we're we're gonna have some fun when we go out there. I know there's I a lot of problems. I need to run into Allison Felix first. Um, yeah, Re- real quick for me, it's uh, the cheese fries at Outback Steakhouse. I could, yeah, I love their cheese fries there. That would be my last meal if I was on death row. That's a difficult thing to eat in a contest. I know, but heavy. I would I would eat the crap out of them if like I could. Two orders, you might just pass out. I know, but I'll, I'll all right. But I'll pass out a happy happy man. <laughs> um, 
My mom said you would get brain freeze from <laughs> from eating all those frosties. Mom, it's a frosty, not a Slurpee. <laughs> An icy will probably do that, but not a frosty. <laughs> mom, I'm a professional frosty connoisseur. Dan thought it would be yams. That's too easy, Dan. Yeah. I'm trying to challenge myself, Dan. Yeah. I'm trying to be better yeah. here, Dan. Yeah, it's all about it's all about raising the level of competition. Yeah. I too want to be upper echelon, like one absent Evan Doherty. Um, Rio, though, back to Rio and Allison. your. <laughs> Serena. If if I ever can't find you, all I have to do is try to find the Williams sisters or Allison Felix. Yeah, man. I'll be Serena's tennis ball today. <laughs> oh man, I'll be Allison Felix, towel boy, track spikes. She need water. She need to be fan. She need grapes, Gatorade. Are you excited? I know there's a lot of talk and there's a lot of like issues with the buildings that are not not even close to being done. Um, Isn't that every year? No, not every right, year, but, but, there, but there's years. there's the violence, there's the Zika, like all this kind of stuff. Are you? Are, and this is like your first like big, big True. trip with us. I mean, I'm from Washington D.C., so the violence that's not gonna phase me. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stand behind you then. Easy, <laughs> Zika like disease. I mean, again, when you come from kind of the hood, it's not really nothing either. So okay, a mosquito. I didn't deal with ones bigger than the ones in Brazil and Virginia. West Virginia <laughs> camping when I was a Boy Scout. Like, mm, I, I didn't see some stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen Sicario. I know how Alejandro pulled out his service weapon. Mm -hmm. uh, we might have to go to the shooting range and practice. I actually have the winning complexion this time. So once I get to Brazil, <laughs> Cass going to be walking past me like, oh, yeah, you're good, with the, but they're actually with me this time, so can we all just pass as a group? I'll have to be the liaison and speak for everybody, so. We're going to have to get you a shirt that says, they're with me, and then it just has a bunch a, of arrows. A ton of arrows pointing every, in every direction. Every, every which way. That'll work, and we can all just walk in a, a one file line, so we'll be like, wait a second, what? yeah, we're just just here to get some sports stuff and get out of your way. It's all good. I'm not trying to take your women. I'm not trying to take in your natural resources. We're just trying to shoot some video. Yep, I want to see Usain Bolt run fast, and then I'm out. Just, <laughs> I'm out. Don't have to worry about me. It's, it's okay. Just send me some smoothies. Not even trying to drink your top shelf alcohol. Just send me some ladies with mangoes. No, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think uh, it's going to be a fun trip, um, especially the aforementioned stuff. And and we'll have three fourths of the bullpen with us. Unfortunately, um, Dano, uh, we'll have to find a way to bring the uh, the the soundtrack with us. So we I know because Dan keeps popping out babies like Philip Rivers. Yeah. I think his his wife's got like triplets on the way all of a sudden again too. Dan, you, you probably got the kid. natural in vitro, huh? Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, Doherty will be there, and, and we'll we'll definitely do some <laughs> do some um, do some podcasts from when we're, when we're there. Because plus we'll have all the we'll have all the big guns. We'll have the just the, wait till y'all see forty. We'll have Wish. forty on the podcast. We'll have Eric Adelson wait out there. Wait a second, Puck Dizzle's gonna be on the pop. Oh. Puck Dizzle will be out there oh, because he they have they're, they're pay, they pay him all year. He has to he he said in that quote he's like, oh they got to make me write about something so they got to earn him to the Olympics. Key. Oh, that's gonna be a full so situation. <laughs> Why there might be all types of rum and oh yeah and other extra stuff oh, on, the, yeah. on the podcast from Rio. We might many, podcast like twice a week. Many many caipirinhas will be consumed while we're while we're there. I'm sure. Google it. Yeah. Oh, so man. um that's gonna that's gonna do it for this week. Uh, thank you guys for watching as always and uh, hopefully we'll be back with the full crew next week if not definitely the week after because we got to get it. we we are planning on doing a live 
on scene one right before we go to Rio for National Wing Day. Yeah, it's hard to get the two divas in the in the studio at the same time. Like so. this is easy. We could just we were literally doing nothing right before this, and we're like, all right, let's just go do this. Yeah, y'all y'all pray for us and and purple badges. Yeah, prayers for hashtag ladies with mangoes. Y- your yeah. mom is a G. <laughs> okay, I see you, Miss Velasquez. We actually might need to have you on the podcast one of these times, we please. Should. Yeah, we'll go over to the house. She, we'll, even, yeah. she even used the hashtag. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Dano, good luck tonight. Uh, Evan, wherever you are sipping on Mai Tai, uh, enjoy. And uh, the rest of you have a great uh, 4th of July weekend, and uh, we'll, we'll see you all next week. Love, peace, and Afro-Grease. <laughs>